You're listening to the Quince podcast. And here we are with a cast of I have to read it out, okay? Eternally confused and eager for love. What is this name? It's not a name of a series. It's like a full sentence. How did you guys why did you guys come up with this name? Well, it started as a novel, a uh, a long-form novel, a series of novels. And then you decided that instead it should be a snappy kind of sitcom uh, for Netflix. We kept editing down and eventually we reached uh, Rahul is deeply inspired by Dostoevsky. <laughs> And uh, so he was trying to write something which, you know, echoed the themes of, you know, communist Russia at the time. And, uh, and, and I feel he's managed to, uh, he's found his perfect muse in um, Vihan, who has the face of, a, you know, like somebody from the cherry orchard or, don't you feel? Or the Idiot. Have you read The Idiot? Oh, I love that book. <laughs> The, the the title was originally eternally confused and eager for love in this crazy city with wonderful friends and then uh, we we said what uh, not even <laughs> no. and then we said rahul please cut it down so this is the minimum it can get really this is this is what you came up with at the end and that's it you know what actually when i first came up with it i it was one of the first things i thought when i wrote the first episode i just thought of this as like a title and it always felt like a joke to me so i wrote it as a joke and then it stuck around and uh, i feel the title might be one of the best things about the show yeah hey people main hu abira dhar listen you better buckle up because you have reached the one and only podcast where india's favorite stars love to hang out in their raw uncut and uncensored avatars oh uh, whether you are a movie buff starry eyed or simply a curious cat you're sure to get hooked on real quick why Cause itni starry baate. Eternally confused and because if my husband asks me which show uh, did you go for an interview? Wait, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Eternally confused and eager for love. That was like really long, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's come to Jim Rahul. Why this man? Why did you choose this man to voice? You're very good. Because he's. Uh, He's amazing. He's uh he's really he's funny. He's uh, got a chaotic vibe to him. Uh I feel like he's got a bit of a Joker-esque vibe to him as well, you know. He's very sassy. Uh Indian version of Batman producers need to look at him. <coughs> I'd happily play Batman as well <laughs> if my nose could fit inside of the mask 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't. <laughs> no, but yeah, so there there was a he's got a great sense of humor and I'd worked with him before very briefly on Made in Heaven. uh and yeah he just seemed like the right fit so when we asked him and he said yes we were very happy and uh, we got to do a cool project together yeah okay you are amazing thank you okay but i want voice to know voice is spot on <laughs> i want to know why because you know it's the inner voice that's always talking to us why didn't you use vian's voice like jim came later but why did you choose to have a different voice other than vian's so actually that's something we I thought about for a while and it boiled down to a practical thing. I think that uh, you hear Ray, you hear his voice, often you hear it in the midst of a conversation with many other people and uh, it can get confusing if it's your own voice. And I like that in the show um yeah instead of people being like is the sync off? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> so there's that's the practical reason but also having a different voice 
adds to this idea that he is battling something because we know that it's a, vo it's a voice in his head, but he's making it out to be this toy. So th there is a sense that there's a detachment and having a different voice then allows for, you know, that, that difference. So you see that this is what Ray is, this is how Ray thinks. Could have know? saved money though, bhai. One actor, one payment. He would have done it Jim, all. But can you imagine? <laughs> so keep quiet. Please, they don't go. <laughs> Vian, what was it like to react and talk to this toy with, like, because you're not talking to a person or reacting to a person. Yeah. You know, it is so weird, right? It was a very interesting headspace to be in, uh, <laughs> in workshops and on shoot. Uh, I think we had to, I think we had to figure out Number one, like why someone talks to an inanimate object? What makes them tick that way? Why is that caused? Once we figured that out, it was like getting comfortable with it enough to like, you know, just have it as, it's, oh yeah, it's there. It's just my toy. No big deal. Like, yeah, I talk to him. He talks to me. So what? You know, uh, I think that getting there was an interesting process and then shooting with it. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly because what the when am I, when am I going to have a scene partner that isn't actually present in front of me? It's just an object that's such a cool scene partner that metaphorically is actually you uh, so or literally is actually you uh, not metaphorically so I think it's a very very interesting cool headspace and performing it was a blast honestly what about you not being on camera just a voiceover is it a blast or is it difficult um, so I wasn't there during the filming of it or anything I just came once the show was already more or less locked more, the edit was more or less locked. I think he had to tweak slight some things just because I would take too long to say the lines. Or oh, I thought you must have done the voiceover before they started shooting. No, 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 no. 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 He actually, he was uh, he joined the project when we were in post production. Oh wow! Okay, that makes yeah. things a little more interesting. So there was somebody else on set prior to that who was saying lines to him, and then we took those lines and kept most of them the same but also played around with some of them and just saw what we could add to it and uh, I think when I when I heard it for the first time I found the voice to be um, uh, too consistently negative you know it was like consistently beating him down and I think watching it and seeing him get into trouble or get into awkward situations that he didn't know how to deal with. And on top of that, then the voice is always putting him down. To me, it was too, it was too much. So we discussed that a lot. And then we tried to even it out a bit more where it's like sometimes it was negative and made fun of him and was his anxious self-loathing. And sometimes it is the totally light voice inside of you that, you know, is like, get over it. Come on, forget it. Let's go. Oh, look, a dog, you know, a butterfly. Hey, hey, you know. <clears throat> uh, so it was fun. It was really fun to do it, actually. I think it was, I think for me, it was more fun to do it than to, um, some things it's more fun to do than to watch. Do you know what I mean? Other things it's more fun to watch afterwards because you're like, oh my God, the way that the whole thing came together, I could not have imagined that. Whereas in this particular case, I had seen the, how the thing had come together, you know? So it was more fun to be in the room, playing around, trying to make him crack up. It would literally be that I would say something and I'd be like, did he laugh? <laughs> he laughed? Okay, okay. Um, and, and vice versa. He'd, you know, give me a suggestion that I'd be like, oh, okay, okay, let's see if I can fit it in. And then the challenge became just trying to, trying to like 
get the thought across in that limited amount of time. And often it was literally like, you know, he'd start to get up. It would be like, oh, yeah, liquid courage. Come on, chug that beard down. You can do it, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't say hi, fucking hell. You know, because he just don't say hi, hi, fucking hell. It would, and then the, the next line, you know, it would all be very, very intricate. So we'd have to just kind of time it and hope that we can hit it in a way that, you know, is funny. The way I shot the show and the way I saw it afterwards is completely different. Like, right, yes, for, you, for you, it's different. The yeah, stuff that I didn't know Jim was going to say and like I'm watching back and I'm like, that wasn't scripted. Oh, okay, well, that works. You know, like it was just like, it's a different show now. You know, it's, that was really cool. Only you will know that because when we see it, we have no clue, but, but everything sits well for us. It was fantastic. Like, I really enjoyed these characters. Um, also, I wanted to know this. When your inner voice is talking, you are a bitch. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah give like, it to <laughs> So, you know, it, it's Treat usually like very... It's usually in your head trying to pull you down sometimes. But like there's one, I remember a dialogue, you said, you lose means I lose, you know. It's the same thing. But they're always like, for example, if I have to wake up early, my inner voice is telling me, Are thoda aur so ja, you know. How do you snap, off, uh, snap out of it? What happens? Tell me in your personal life. What does this inner voice tell you that you have to snap out of? What happens? Um, oh my God. <laughs> I feel like it's very specific to the moment. But I think often I, my, my version of like my mind works in a very pros and cons sort of scenario. So whenever I'm, I have to come up with it, I mean, when I am faced with the decision, I immediately think of all the worst possible outcomes and all the best possible outcomes. And then those are presented to me like one sort of, here are the options. And then I must pick and choose, you know, um, that, I mean, yeah. That's so, great. Yeah. Jim? Um, usually I have to filter the inner voice because, uh, I want to still, uh, have friends and work. And I think that, uh, I, I think, um, <laughs> what is your inner voice telling you right now? No, it's just, uh, you know, there's so many things that are po popping around actually in my inner voice. Why don't I instead tell you what is actually happening in my inner voice? One part of me is like, oh, I'll say I'm judgmental. I am snarky. I am, you know, all of these things. Then I'll read the fucking headline two, two days later being like, Jim Saab is judgmental and snarky. Then I'll be like, motherfucker, why did you say that shit? You should not have said that dumb shit. See, they're only going to take the bad thing and put it there on the headline and then you'll only complain and be like, why have you done this to my interview? Then the person will be like, yeah, but you fucking said it. You shouldn't have said it, nah. You should only say the bits that you want, you want you to, to have out there. Exactly. Learn something. Learn something. All of that happened in the span of your question, you know? So, so you're laughing. So then, yeah. So instead I should, you know, I should say something like, fake old shit that most people say during PR stuff, which is like, you know, my inner voice really leads me to uh, gentle and uh, good decisions. Uh, because I picture the ocean. <laughs> yeah. See, the thing is, you just have to believe in yourself and you have to just organize your inner thoughts in such a way that they work for you and they flow towards your kind of like way of life in the way that you want flow, you know? So I really, personally, I just think you just have to believe you know, and you just have to love. Okay, and then. You just have to live. It'll not end. Uh, Rahul, I know exactly why you chose him. Yeah. I really don't know what she means. 
take humility now. <laughs> Vian, <laughs> right now, what is your inner voice telling you? Like, shut up, Jim. Jim's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I don't know. I just, like, think about what would future you appreciate. Like, you know, that's, that's all. That's, like, deep. Yeah, like, you want to wake up in the morning, what's the best thing? Sleep now or, like, wake up? What would Vihan in one hour appreciate? Oh, like future you now. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, like, all in your like a year. You know, like depends on it depends on how big the decision is. The bigger the decision, the longer the repercussions. Therefore, the longer ah, fuck it. Just yeah. Just shut up. Yeah. 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 Future Jim, you know, they asked the question earlier in an interview, like, what would you tell your self ten years ago or whatever, you know? Uh when you were 25. So want to know what you. So for me, that's about nine years ago. No, I, they, they, she didn't get to me only. She, they heard Farhan and Zoya and uh, Rima's answer, and we moved on. Um, she but, missed out. But the truth is, I won't say anything. I'd say go, go ahead, buddy. You know, who I am just now is because of all of your strengths and weaknesses, your mistakes and your successes. I like who I am. I wouldn't like to take any of it away. I, I like the way you are. Thank you. Jim, you remember, you. we met long, we go long back. Many times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Some fun questions here, okay? Have you guys been eternally confused and eager in love in real life? Yes. Yes. I don't believe yeah. you, Jim, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we're always eternally confused yeah, yeah, yeah. and eager for Confused? Love. Less confused now, but still, yeah. I just don't know how everything works. I'm just like, oh, yeah? cool. This also. Okay. I surprise myself constant, constantly with contradictions. I think it's one thing, then something else will happen, I think it's that thing, then something else will happen, I think it's that thing. People who claim to know exactly what they want and how they want it, uh, I find very su surprising to me because I know that that's not how I am. I really believe I am eternally confused and eager for love. Okay, next question. Three things you should never tell a woman. <coughs> You know, when you ask that question, you remind me so much of your mother. I know it's Women's Day, but I just want to take this day to remind all the women about what men have done. <laughs> Something like that. Well, I don't, I I don't, don't even, know. I don't I even don't know. know. You, you know you, what? You actually, yeah. actually the, the, the phrase, I don't know, can often be very aggravating yeah. if said in the right context. So my answer is, I don't know. Like, how do I look? question or? I don't know <laughs> oh my god yeah. no the 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 most irritating I don't know yeah that's the worst okay because Do I win did I just win did I, did yeah. I win? Yeah. you are really good 10 points to yes. Jim what the question you just you think I was just saying that randomly to yeah. you I don't even know your mother Baba that's what you should never say. I said you three never things, Baba. Oh, three things. Oh, we three said things. one each. Yeah. We collectively we said one three. Each, one each. Three things I said. Okay, okay, fine. okay. I'll take it. Uh, one each. No? Okay, fine. Mm. Uh, I'm going to ask everything three, okay? Three. Why can't you just make up your mind, yeah? yeah you know, up. hey, don't be so hysterical, yeah? Jim, yeah. Oh, hey, try to be more rational. Wait. You know, don't oh, get no. so emotional about everything, yeah? I just said all three. And Thank all you. all have happened, Yeah. Okay. It worked. Wow. Three rules of the dating game. I'm looking at them because are you on Tinder? 
No. Okay. I'm not on any dating app. Isn't there like a celebrity dating app? Like, do you have what, what, to get what? an invite? What is the celebrity dating app? On, only celebrities get to Anyone be. Anyone can join? I mean, you have to prove that you're a celeb or whatever, and then you can join. Yeah. You have to be verified on Instagram. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, yeah, I can join. Verified on Instagram? Yeah. I'm joking, but that's probably one of the criteria. Yeah. yeah. You're making things up, no? No, there's a celebrity dating app that you can get on that's supposed to be only for celebs across the world. And you can get on it. And, but I, I like, uh, um, not that I've been dating for a while, but I like the meeting people thing. Yeah. I like meeting somebody at a bar or at a party yeah. or at somebody's house party and having a conversation yeah. and getting a number like that. I mean, that the excitement well, of that cool. is just yes. so much fun. Yes, I agree with that. Everything else feels like, eh. Yeah. What about you guys? Honestly, um... I'm still a virgin. <laughs> I'm confused. I mean, yeah, I, Eternally I, I, confused. You're asking me for tips on game. I literally just I try <laughs> to listen and smile and hopefully that works out. And hopefully not say something ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any answers either. I was extreme when I was on a dating app, I was extremely bad at it. In fact, I could probably write a book on what not to do. That's exactly why you have written this? I mean, I guess this is the book. <laughs> this is the book, yeah. This is the novel just that start, has become the show title. Sorry, just start with a compliment, I think. I'm trying to think of like things in my head, like start with a compliment, yeah. Just be nice and attentive and like say what you actually feel and what you actually want. <laughs> I had a friend. What you actually feel, Jim, you never say what you actually feel, okay? You must. You. You, you must. You, you should not. You'll be thinking a million you things must. you won't say. Everybody can. Jim, don't, huh? Don't try. It'll be very bad. <laughs> I had a friend who'd say like, dude, the best thing to do is go up to a girl and just say you love her. <laughs> just start with that. And then she'll be so overwhelmed and so like taken aback with the romance of it that she'll fall for you. No, she'll be like, no, she'll slap you. I know. And I'm like, dude, how does... And he's still, he's going to clubs and doing that. So I guess more power to him. Working for him. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what is the stupidest thing that you have ever said to a woman on a date? my god if your reactions are like this <sighs> uh i haven't stupidest thing you've ever said to a man on a date nothing uh we women never say anything stupid you men I, neither do we oh please we've had we've had a brilliant Jim, dating track be, record you can write yeah. a book on it i'm sure i i i i'm very good on dates very nice and attentive and what is your inner voice telling you that time Look at his face. <laughs> look at his face, you women. Look at his face. You know what? I, I have done this once. I don't know if it was a date, but it, maybe it was a date to me and it wasn't a date to the person I was oh talking God. to. But it was, the, it was the classic like, <laughs> hi, hi, how are you? And then they said, hi, how are you? And then I responded with the, I'm great, how are you? And then they were like, you already asked me. And then I realized that I, they had, I had started, they had not. And it's happened to me several times, but it did happen once on... I'm so sorry for that. No, it was, it was fine. I think we moved on from there. We all knew that we were all okay. <laughs> you know? What about you, Vian? I just... Um, sometimes I keep forgetting if they're non-vegetarian, so then I just keep offering them some of my food, and then they're like, I'm, dude, I've totally like fine. I'm like, shit, sorry. Like, I, I know, I know. You can have whatever you want. <laughs> don't eat my chicken dish. What they say about the don't bring up the politics or the religion and stuff on the first date is like very true. That much I have realized. I have left dates. Midway, not finished eating. Been like, chalo, let's get the bill. 
Yeah? Let's get the bill. Uh, it's never gonna. It's never gonna. Because people have, uh, I mean, women have said, said something like that? No, it just becomes clear that our ideologies are so different that what's the what's the point what's the point of this? You know, let's let's just wrap it up now. You know, that's that. Can, can you? I like the idea of having the conversation, so I'll have the conversation first. You know, because you shouldn't immediately demonize for some somebody for a different political or religious or whatever stance. I do believe that, and I think actually the solution is conversation, not uh, uh, fi fighting. Have the conversation, but then get the check. <laughs> Let's go. I'm curious, what are some of those? Uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> You're not going to tell me. Okay. Okay. Coming to you, Jim. Rocket Boys have been doing really well. People are talking about you. Uh, I've seen it. I have loved it. Absolutely loved it. How? We already spoke about it. Yes, but I want to. Now that you know everybody has watched it, I want to know how has it been that people are coming up and talking about it to you? Uh, it's been it's been lovely. Um, I think that it would have been really heartbreaking for all of us for the amount of work that we put in if it had come and gone without a blip. Um, so considering that and the fact that it's the director's debut. And he's such a smart, talented, sensitive, collaborative filmmaker that uh, it was just a pleasure. It was a pleasure to do it. It was like a pleasurable torture because it was also very hard. It was true. It was the hardest project that I've done in a while. Uh, if you just look at the first episode, it's like, oh my God. Yeah, the classroom scene, the initial fight scene the interview scene and then the the big um flag hoisting, uh, hoisting scene forget the flag hoisting even before that the 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 crenshaw scene it's like why already there are four scenes that are huge in my opinion really important and then that just carries on as the series continues so took lots of work and Effort and I'm glad that it has paid off okay guys congratulations I really enjoyed the first four episodes and I have to wait till 18th March to watch the rest and I can't wait. Thank you Rahul for making this. Thank you so much for liking it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you. If you like listening to this podcast, please share this episode and subscribe to Itini Stari Bate. You can follow the playlist on Apple, Google, Spotify, Geosavan, Ghana or any of your preferred podcast streaming platforms. We will be back with a new episode next week, so sit tight and stay tuned. <laughs>